You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Yesterday we were talking about olives of chulen pickled together with olives of truma. We were talking about the taste transfer between the two types of olives. We talked about the idea that if the olives are crushed, then they can take in taste. Whereas if the olives are whole, then they are resistant. They won't take in taste. And that distinction between something that can take in taste and something that cannot take in taste is crucial to the status of the, of the mixture if it's a mixture of truma and chulim. And today we're going to carry on through chapter 10, looking at other situations of mixtures, of things that either transmit or don't transmit taste and but in the Mishnayot we're going to look at today rather than looking at whether the taste is absorbed by the target vegetable let's say as the analogy with yesterday's Mishnah whether the taste is absorbed by the olives we're going to look at whether the food in question is something which transmits taste through the pickling mixture we're going to be looking at what kind of foods transmit taste when they are pickled in a bunch? We're going to start, in fact, with an example which is nothing to do with truma, but which is to do with tuma and tahara. But it's the same principle. So we've got unclean fish, which we've pickled with clean fish. And we've got an example. We've got a jug which has got two sayers. And we've got unclean fish which weighs 10 zuz in Judean measure. And that, by the way, is five salas in Galilean measure. And we're going to say tziro asur. So the first opinion, that's the, the Tanakama, the first opinion in the Mishnah. We call it the Tanakama in, in, in Hebrew, the first opinion refers to tenzos in um, in a bu- in a bucket of two seir. Two seir are going to equate to 48 log, and there are 200 zuz in a log. So this bucket, this two seir bucket, is 9,600 zuz. And the Tanakama, the missioner, is saying 10 zuz of unclean fish are sufficient to make the brine um, forbidden, to make the brine tummy. 10 in... Nine, 10 in 9,600, let's say 1 in 960. And in a minute, we're going to see that Rabbi Yossi comes in with a quantity of 50, 50 zuz, which is 1 in 192, just under 1 in 200 is the way the Bartanura puts it. And Rabbi Yudai is going to come in and say 1 in 16. So he's equivalent to saying that we can have 60, 600 zuz of tame fish in this bucket. So he's, Rabbi Yudai is actually, um, 60 times as lenient as the first opinion in the Mishnah. Let, let's just go back. Let's go back to the Mishnah now. Rabbi Yudah says it needs to be a Ravi'it in two sayers. The Ravi'it is equivalent to 50 Zuz. And Rabbi Yossi says 1 in 16. So those are the, tr- the critical quantities for fish, which is tummy. What about locusts? 
What about locusts? We, now, we don't eat locusts so much nowadays, but there are kosher locusts, and they were commonly eaten in the time of the Mishnah. And by the way, if you go and visit the Yemenite or the Egyptian communities today, they still eat locusts. And if you ask a Yemenite to tell the difference between a kosher locust and a, a non-kosher locust, they can tell you straight away they have a different kind of marking on, on the bottom of their tummy. So we've got unclean locusts pickled together with clean locusts, but here there's no question of quantity. And Rabbi Tzadok um, uh, gives evidence, he testifies that the, the, the brine of unclean locusts is tahor. We see, we, and the Bartonur explains that locusts don't have blood they don't have stuff in the middle of them like fish and the locust doesn't transmit its body juices to the brine in the same way that the fish does in other words the the locust is a it's a bit like dry it's a bit like dry food not not being a macabell tumor dry food not being susceptible to taking tumor somehow the locusts are considered to be dry objects and they don't transmit taste into the brine. What about vegetables? So the Mishnah is going to go on to make a general case that vegetables don't transmit. They're a bit like locusts, right? They don't transmit taste through the brine. All kind of pickles, one with the other, mutarem. Everything is allowed. There's something about chasit, which is... Um, I don't know which um, the, the thing about chasit, which is different. What is chasit? Let, let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at this. I think I've got some a picture of chasit for you here. Oh, here's a chasit. Look, a chasit is a gar. It's translated in in the in Latin as allium. Alliums are are beautiful flowers, but they also have bulbs, and. Actually, allium is a genus that includes hundreds of species, including onions and garlics and scallions and shallots. And you can see a picture, by the way, of something there that looks like a shallot or a spring onion. It's a generic name. And, but the name allium itself is, a, is, the, is the Latin word for garlic. And the sort of the archetype species is allium sativum, which means cultivated garlic. And of course, if we think about how pungent gar these, these plants are, you know, garlic in particular, but onions and scallions and shallots, they really give flavor. We can understand why the Mishnah makes this statement. Except for the alem and except for these garlicky kinds of things. And again, we're going to see, by the way, that there's an important, there's a, the, the the transmission is not two way it's one way so remember that the allium gives taste but that doesn't mean it receives taste and we'll see that play out in the mishnah you can have chasit of of chulin pickled with um chasit of of truma or Anything at all, yarak, any green vegetable at all of chulin, pickled with chasit of truma. In other words, you're you're pickling your vegetables with garlicky with garlicky truma, and the Mishnah says asur. 
because the garlicky trimmer is going to give taste to the other vegetables, whether they're garlicky or not, whatever kind of vegetable. And that renders the rest of the, the rest of the vegetable mixture asur. And as we learned before in this chapter, the principle is one of no ten tam. If it gives taste, then it renders something trimmer. But the Mishnah goes on to say, Aval, chasit shel chulin im yarak shel trimmer. You can take an ordinary green vegetable of trimmer and you can pickle it with a chasit of chulin. And you've got mutar. Because the, the infectious article, the, the trimmer, is not going to give flavor to the onion in the same way that the onion can give flavor to the vegetable. So in other words, the taste transfer, when you've got a, a, a pungent something and something, just an ordinary vegetable, the taste transfer is one way. And in order to trans, in order to turn chulin into trimmer, we have to be transferring taste from the trimmer to the vegetable. And that applies, is the same principle applies with um, locusts, which do not transfer into brine, and with fish, which do transfer into brine, even according to the Tanakama, in really, really tiny quantities. We had just uh, quantities of 1 in 960, way below the critical quantities of 1 in 100, which we were looking at, where we were looking at ordinary mixtures of um, dry trimmer and dry, dry chulin. So that's it for today. In terms of mixtures in pickles and then tomorrow we will finish off chapter 10 with a little bit more work on mixtures and cooking and pickling and then we'll be ready to start the um, last chapter of the mission of the day after tomorrow thank you for listening to this edition of the daily mission podcast with benedict